North Pole Hotline. Help! My in-laws are hosting Thanksgiving, and we're bringing the dressing. You mean stuffing? No, dressing. I need cute outfits for everyone. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, Old Navy's kicking off the holidays with stylish denim, velvet tops, the season's best dresses, and 40% off your entire purchase now through Tuesday. 40% off? We'll be stuffing our shopping bags full. And don't forget colorful sweaters and amazing outerwear, too. You can even buy online and pick up in-store for free. Ooh, I love an all-you-can-wear buffet. Holiday your heart out at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1118 to 1120. Exclusion supplies. See stores for details. Hello, thank you so much for joining me again for another episode of Dr. Low Radio. I am Dr. Lauren Noel. I'm your host. So love having you back for another show. I've been having a blast lately getting my gardening on. I uh, recently got a tower garden, which is basically this like really cool contraption that has a bunch of different herbs and plants. That's what I've been busy with lately and growing herbs. And it's really cool how I always saw myself as someone who kills every single plant I touch, and I'm learning that that's not true. That was this false belief that I have. So that's been really, really fun. Um, if you guys want to kind of follow what I've been up to with my garden and my adventure in the yard, you guys should follow me over on Snapchat. I capture a lot of that. My username over there is Healthy Low. So definitely add me. It'd be fun to add you guys back and see what you've been up to in your world. Snapchat is so fun. I thought I was the only person over age 30 using it. And now my friends are starting to jump on. So that makes me feel really less lame. <laughs> also, I don't remember if I said this over on my previous shows, but, um, if any of you guys came up and said hi to me at paleo effects, it was really good meeting you guys. Um, it was really just an honor to hear about your stories and how the podcast has made a difference for you. And, Things like that, hearing that from you guys, it just means the world to me. And it just reminds me why I'm doing this because sometimes when I'm doing the show, it kind of, it almost feels like I'm talking to a brick wall because there's no one sitting right in front of me, but hearing the feedback from you guys, when you leave me reviews, when you, you know, pull me aside, when you see me in person and tell me what it means to you, that, that really just warms my heart and kind of keeps, keeps the energy going. Right around the corner is Fit Life Live. I've talked about this on a couple previous shows. I will be giving a lecture at that event coming up. So if you go over to fitlifelive.com, it is June 25th and 26th. I believe if you enter LIVE400, that's the code L-I-V-E 400 at checkout, you'll get $400 off your registration. So it goes from $697 to $297, and it's a two-day event that will be packed with healthy food, inspiration, lots of really great people you'll meet who care about their health and about making a, a bigger impact in the world and just being the best version of themselves. And it's really important to surround yourself with people who are positive like that. So I guarantee that you guys will walk away from that event feeling very recharged and just very inspired. Also really cool at the event too, Shine Natural Medicine, my clinic, we will be having a booth at the event doing um, doing some IV nutrition, doing some shots. So like B12, B6, B complex, full, you know, folate, um, magnesium, all these different nutrients we talk about in the show. We'll be doing that. And I will also be helping out with that. So you guys will be able to meet me and it'd be nice to, you know, to see your beautiful faces there. So de definitely check it out at fitlifelive.com. More information on that site about who else is speaking and what more you will experience there. Forgot to say, it's in sunny San Diego as well. So if you're not local, it's a nice place to get away and get a little vacay. If you've been listening to the show and love what you're hearing, please go ahead over to iTunes and leave me a review. I would love to see that. If you have any suggestions for future guests, any topics you'd like to hear about, or if you have your own personal transformation listening to the show, maybe you pass along to someone and they had their own transformation, please share that. I would love to read those. If you love the show, please give me five stars. It would make my day.
I wanted to share one review that really warmed my heart. This is from Biff Jones III, and she left this um, just a couple of days ago. And um, I won't read the whole thing, but she said that she has she's had Hashimoto's for years and is finally understanding her condition and making changes that are improving her quality of life. She says, Dr. Lowe gives solid hope for her listeners in subjects such as thyroid conditions, autoimmune disorders, value of sleep, adrenal fatigue, nutrition, weight loss, nourishing the whole body, and much more. Um, she also shares, I've been able to share this with my struggling friends, which is her mission to spread the healing word health plus science, plus hope, plus fun, plus stellar guests. Thank you, Dr. Lowe. Thank you so much for that review. That is amazing to hear. I love that you've been able to share this with people in your life and that's making an impact on them and that you've been able to understand your condition, Hashimoto's. So that's an autoimmune thyroid condition and just understand more of what's going on at the root of it. And they've been able to start to address that, the healing of that. That's what it's all about is empowering yourself and understanding there's more than just this diagnosis. There's more to it than that. So thank you for that review. That, um, wow, that's all I got to say as well. For any of you who are looking into wanting to um, maybe experience naturopathic medicine for yourself personally, maybe you've been working with a doctor and you just feel like you're not getting answers, I would be honored to work with you. Uh, my clinic, Shine Natural Medicine, we have a team of doctors who are very qualified to look into things. So you can learn more about us over at shinenaturalmedicine.com. We work with patients locally in San Diego and all over the country. So distance is not an issue, and we would be honored to be a part of your healing journey, your healing team. So check us out. All right. With all that said, let's get into the show. All right. We have the amazing Liz D'Alto on the show. So excited to have her. Liz is known for her raw, honest, and grounded approach to self-help and spirituality. She is the founder of Wild Soul Movement, author of Untame Yourself, and host of the popular Untame the Wild Soul Woman podcast. She's been a teacher, leader, speaker, coach, and trainer to groups and individuals for 13 plus years. And she also cons con consults organizations ranging from startups to large corporations such as Dove UK. Liz, so glad to have you. Welcome to Dr. Low Radio. Thank you. It's so great to have you. And what's really cool, I don't remember if you remember me telling you this, but I first saw you on, um, I think it was one of the promotions for, um, oh, I'm blanking on her name, her, her uh, online program. B-School, Marie Forleo. Yes, thank you. I can't believe I forgot her name. I love Marie Forleo. And I was like, dang, this girl has it going on. This is so cool. And then, um, you know, then we got to connect personally and now you're, you know, kind of a neighbor of mine. So, um, it's just weird how it, how when the online and the in-person world collide. Um, but I love what you've created and just so much of, you know, kind of tapping into what is it internally that works for you. And I love that you, you really march to the beat of your own drum and, you know, you're always tuning into what is it that is true for you. You're super blunt, honest, your, your blunt honesty is refreshing. Maybe it's the New York side, but I love it. Mm -hmm. And it's Thank just, it, yeah, it's not something that you find a lot. So, um, I would, I don't know if I've ever asked you this, but I would love to hear a little bit of what has led you to be like that. Is it just your own personal journey or was there things, you know, growing up that had you just be this raw, real untamed woman? Um, and then now you're using this obviously to create such an impact with other women. Yeah. Oh, I love this question. Thank you. So it's the irony is 
the the video, the promo video that you mentioned you first saw me in was in 2013. So it was over three years ago. And I mean, at that time, for you to get the impression like that I had it going on is amazing because there was so much that I was still walking around like a baby deer with mm-hmm. like my new my new legs, not even having the foundation or the footing yet. But um, I think what you just pointed out was the sense um, I have always been this this way to an extent. My mom, my my dad, like they'll always tell you, oh, she's been like this since she was three. Mm-hmm. Um, I think part of it really is culture. My family, I'm Italian and Puerto Rican, and I'm a New Yorker. And so there is something very direct and no BS about that. Some people... Some people find it to be aggressive or abrasive. And I think here, living in San Diego on the West Coast, it does stand out because there is a bit more of a groundedness and a directness, not just to New Yorkers, but I think to East Coasters in general. And, you know, everything has dark and light. So I've had to hone it so that it's still kind, compassionate, valuable, and useful, and not just like when you just blurt out whatever the F you want to say and go, what? I'm just being honest. And it's really unkind. <laughs> right. and even kind of cruel. I certainly have had to temper it with kindness and compassion because I used to be uh, a really offensive person. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm laughing. Cause I just, you know, you have that like flash in your mind of like really crappy things you've said. To right. Me. Just specific and, events are coming back to you. <laughs> um, but in terms of unteens, like, yeah, actually, uh, in everything I've ever done, starting from like my very first career, uh, which I put in air quotes, even though you can't see me mm-hmm. selling Cutco knives all the way through to becoming a personal trainer, taking my business and my brand online. Raw is a word that I've, I've, I've heard uh, yeah. to describe me. Um, and, and what I can credit it to, uh, is for sure, um, a safety in my home growing up for self-expression. Um, mm. my family, we you know, we joke, I meet a lot of people. I work with a lot of women who they're recovering from not, from it not being okay or safe to express their emotions or even really have emotions growing up. And my house was like the opposite of that. Wow. <laughs> like, How cool like is some that? people talk about, Oh, my mom's so passive aggressive. Like, no, we were straight up aggressive, aggressive most of the time, but like you could say whatever. And in fact, even before I had the practices or worked with like coaches or whomever in my journey, uh, there would be times when I would be so frustrated or so angry or so upset and literally my mom, my dad, and my brother, I could call any one of them and be like, can I just yell for a minute? Or I just need to get this out of my system. Or I just need to say some crappy things and I could do it and mm. I could get it out. So, um, not having had the experience in a lot of ways of, of stuffing everything, uh, but that's categorical because there are certainly things, uh, if you take it into the context of business or a romantic relationship where the containers were in a safe I certainly did have experiences of stuffing things, holding things in, thinking I could take care of this myself and trying to talk myself out of my feelings. And then it just comes out sideways and that's not good. So, um, it's been, it's been a mix, but I've always been more on the side of permission to self-express than not. Well, I think it's really cool that you're in this inquiry with yourself of how to have that balance between, you know, how to have that, um, both of being raw and being kind because it's very, it's very doable to do both, but it, it's, it can be kind of a tricky thing to navigate, right? Yeah. And like, and you know, Jade Tita many years ago, Jade's a friend of mine. I remember um, him saying, honesty without compassion is cruelty. And right. that always kind of stuck with me as a great rule of thumb. Mm. Yeah. I love that because honesty with compassion, that's just raw love, right? Yeah. 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 And 
and what's the intention, right? Like something else I've learned, uh, my friend Kate Northrup shared this with me years ago. It's just these three questions. These are like, I call these the check yourself before you wreck yourself questions, Mm -hmm. which is, does this need to be said right now? Does this need to even be said at all? And does it need to be said by me? Mm. And if you take the time to pause and tune in, like sometimes there are things that's just like, it's not our place or it's not the time or you know what? I just need to deal with that. It doesn't even need to be shared. Mm. Yeah. We had a a show a few weeks back um, uh, about the art of acknowledgement and how you can literally breathe life into someone by the words that you say, you know, the words of authenticity, obviously it's something that's honest, but literally you can breathe life into someone with the words you say. Or take the wind right out of someone's sails. Totally. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Well, I know one of the things that you've worked with in your business and that you've talked about with clients and some of the interviews you've done is, is harmonizing that, that hustle and flow, you know, um, because it is, it's definitely an art and it's something that really, um, sometimes deserves developing. Um, I can say for myself personally, it's, it's very easy to just be in this hustle, hustle, hustle mode. And at the end of the day, go, okay, it's time to turn into a woman again. And also how can I do this while being a woman too? So can you talk a little bit about that? Oh yeah. This is one of my passion topics (laughs) and it's never, we could always keep going. Like I, I did a podcast uh, episode on this last week. Same same, I called it the same thing, harmonizing hustle and flow. And it's basically an exploration of all of our unique expression and integration of masculine and feminine energy. So the hustle is that masculine forward moving, drive it, get stuff done, force, go, 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 do, do, do energy. Mm -hmm. And the flow is the feminine, more receptive, the magnetic, the nourishing, replenishing energy. And what I find is it's super different for everyone. But in our culture, and this is pretty global, I find, because I get a lot of, uh, I have a lot of friends all over the globe, as I know you do too. And I always check in with people. Is it like that where you grew up? And most people are like, yeah, uh, we all kind of grew up with a good amount of training in the masculine arts because that's how school and education and religion and things like that are structured. Right. We're taught we have to compete. We have to get good grades. We have to perform. Uh, we have to follow the rules and, um, you know, to get ahead or to get wherever, to get into college, you have to pass this test to get a job, you know, all these things to create. And then the idea of the American dream, you get the car, you get the house, you get the family. And it's all about these accomplishments and achievements. And that's why so many of us are like, go, 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 do, do, do hustle. And then we burn ourselves out. Like I know, I know you deal with people all the time who have adrenal fatigue and all these issues that are really because we're so overtaxed, we're so overstressed, we're in overdrive all the time, and we're not taking the time to replenish. And everyone, male or female, no matter how you gender identify, has masculine and feminine energy, and both need to be nourished, and both need to be expressed and cultivated. And so. Um, you know, and every, again, like I said about something earlier, there's dark and light to everything. So masculine, that hustle energy, the dark side of hustle is forcing Mm -hmm. and controlling and to some extent manipulating sometimes. The light side is just being a really powerful creator who, you know, when to like, all right, now it's time to get some stuff done and put this thing in the world or make this thing happen. And you got it. 
and you nourish yourself along the way. And then with the feminine, with the receptivity, this is something that is such a freaking foreign concept mm. to so many people because most of us don't have training in it. And most of us grew up, you know, our female role models are often our moms or our female family members or maybe teachers and stuff like that. And we often witness women largely in roles of doer. Yeah. Or provider. Like motherhood, even though essentially feminine by nature because it's mother, is so masculine by by nature of what you actually have to do. Moms are doing all day long. They're cooking, they're running errands, they're, you know, picking kids up from school. It's like task after task after task. And that's still very masculine. So on on the flow side of things, it's like, what do we need to do to replenish ourselves so that um we're not just drained all the time and we're not just in overdrive all the time. And so for some people, maybe it's a meditation practice. For some people, it's getting body work or energy work, like a massage or maybe acupuncture. Um, it's, it's self-care type things, but it's also, you know, connecting to your own inner wisdom and trusting your intuition because that intuition is what will help you make better choices and decisions about what to do. Mm-hmm. And so they really, I think about the yin and the yang, that image that we see, uh, cause they really do play together. And often when we're so up in our head, like mental energy is also very masculine, but heart energy is very feminine because it's that intuition. It's going with the feelings and letting those inform you as well as uh, the to-do list in your brain or everything you think you should, or you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So I rambled a bit there. No, it's perfect. It's so cool. good. I've been little like offshoot questions and things are coming up for me. So let's say there's a woman listening who feels very much in her head. She's a very heady person. She's kind of that go, go, go perform. I'm identifying with this person. Um, Mm -hmm. so how can this woman start to develop this practice of of pulling down into her heart more so? Yeah. Oh my God. The first thing is so simple. People laugh or go, oh, that that can't be enough because, right, we're also kind of trained to think things need to be complex to work. Right. (laughs) Literally, just breathe. Put your hand on your heart and breathe because that just takes your energy out of your head and down into your body. Or even put your hand on your belly. Like send the energy and send the breath in your body lower down so it can literally move out of your head and you can sink in and actually be in your body be in your skin, engage with your senses. Um, a couple years ago, I created a movement practice called Wild Soul Movement, which is based in sensual movement, and it combines mantras and meditation as well. And the whole point is to move the body in a slow, sensual way. And it's not about being sexy, although it can certainly lend itself to being sexy. It's really about engaging your senses because mm-hmm. something very innately feminine is is presence and the ability to just hold space because that's the ability to just be mm-hmm. without running off or rushing to do something. And so to, to breathe first, to put your hands somewhere on your body, to just connect in, right? And remember that you have a body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's when I, when I say this all the time, get out of your head and into your body. So many women are like, oh my God, I'm in my head all the time. Um, so I know <laughs> people relate to this. Um, and one of the reasons though, why people don't want to be in their body is because they, they can't stand their body. Mm-hmm. They blame their body for injury, illness, for being out of shape, for not looking the way they think it's supposed to. And so, because there's not a very loving relationship with the physical body, people just kind of try to avoid it altogether. Mm -hmm. Wow. That is so 
crazy. So true of just not wanting to be in your body because you hate your body. Mm-hmm. And, and it doesn't um, even have to be as extreme as hate. Yeah. But for some cases, in some cases, it's just like an inconvenience. People are like, oh, this thing. Right. Or ignore or in are disconnected from the body, just not even acknowledging it at all, like indifference. Which is why you have a job. Yeah. <laughs> because people show up when you ignore your body for long enough, it has to literally like a little kid who mm-hmm. just wants attention from its parents or, or is like hungry or needs to be fed and is crying. Mm-hmm. Your body goes, All right, uh, let me get injured so you have to pay some attention to me or here's some adrenal fatigue so you can't push yourself so hard. Like literally you can't push yourself any hard because you don't even have the damn energy. Like mm-hmm. the body will act out to get your attention and call you back to it. Right. So one of the first ways to start to love your body, I would guess, is probably connecting, actually starting to connect to your body, right? The breath and being more into your body. I I know that um, for, for so many of my patients, they have real um, circulation issues, cold hands, cold feet. And I just it just hit me that I'm sure so much of this is related to just not having that connection to being in your body. And I know, you know, when you, whenever you do any kind of, you know, meditative practice or, um, you know, sometimes movement therapies too, you start to feel a lot warmer. And even before you're doing a lot of movement necessarily, it's just getting into your body and you notice a lot more circulation. So do you, do you think that that could be a connection these cold extremities with just maybe being too much in the head? So you know what? I've never thought about this before. And as you were saying that to me, I was thinking, I am a person who tends to have cold hands and cold feet. Mm -hmm. But over the last two weeks before we got on live, I was telling you, I just joined this Luxy gym here near where we live in Carlsbad called Equinox. And I've been moving Mm -hmm. almost every single day and sitting in the steam room and, and also in practices of, of self-touch. So the, they use keels, everything there, the products, everything smells so good. It's amazing. So being in the practice of even like giving myself just like a little quick self-massage as I put on lotion when I get out of the shower. And um, as you say that, I'm noticing that I have not had cold hands and cold feet That's cool. in, in the last couple of weeks. So I can't say for certain because I haven't done any studies, but it's <laughs> I can tell you from my personal experience, great call because I have noticed a difference. Well, one of the one of the Ayurvedic practices that I love is is doing a self massage to your feet yes. before yes. bed. I think that's yes. an amazing way to get out of your head and start to get relaxed and more into your, bo- your body and more grounded. Self massage is amazing. I do this. I do this as part of the Wild Soul Movement practice often because people, you know, something else about um, self love and self care is providing yourself with the things that you've decided to wait around until somebody else can do it for you mm. so or until you can afford it. So some people can't afford to get body work all the time, but you know what? Just get a nice bottle of lotion or like a coconut oil or something that smells good and like give yourself a freaking massage a couple days a week and do it without resentment or mm-hmm. lack. Do it with like this cool, like I have two hands, right? I could do this. I actually, um, I learned this a couple years ago from a couple different teachers, but, and I have a video on YouTube, which is hilarious because, uh, some of the comments that come in are from like amazing women who are like watching and using the practice. And some are from men, obviously, because it's a breast massage video. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) Um, and it's such an amazing practice. Like I'm someone, I have double D's and I stopped wearing bras about, well, I I haven't stopped wearing bras, but (laughs) same here. I stopped wearing bras for the most part, other than when I'm working out or a shirt is Uh see-through about two, over two years ago, two and a half years ago. And it was like getting a boob lift. Wow. It's amazing what energy touch and attention will do for your skin and for anything. Like people are always telling me like how soft my skin is. 
um, like supple is a word that is used to describe it because it's like alive. You're like putting your energy and your love and your life force into your own flesh. Mm -hmm. It makes a difference. It's not different from um, those studies. I always forget the scientist's name, but the guy who talked to water, you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. It's like like a Japanese name, right? Yeah, Yeah. 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 And then also plants, you know, there have been studies on that, like plants that you like massage the leaves and you talk to it and like right. that loving energy, like they thrive. Mm-hmm. I do that to my orchids too. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so cool. I love that. Yeah. Well, I mean, and also from a, from a physiological standpoint, it's better for breast cancer risk because you're letting that lymphatic drainage and the flow of toxins, Little you know, thing. so and it actually detoxes your boobs. I don't know about you, but I never, maybe you have, cause you've, you're a doctor, um, <laughs> but I never really was consistently doing the self checks, the monthly self checks. Yeah. Guilty but too. It's easy to forget, but if you're doing that so on a regular, you're just if I'm massaging yeah. my breasts, like three, four, five times a week, I'm intimately familiar with what's going on there right. and I can feel and tell when something has changed. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Mike doesn't mind it either. Doesn't mind. <laughs> so, um, I know one of our conversations we had and I'll keep, you know, most of the, I guess, personal details out, but one of the things that you've really had to develop with yourself is that practice of receptivity and allowing, you know, your man to have that masculine and you to be able to kind of soften and let him provide and all of that. So totally. talk a little bit more about that and, um, you know, and just that dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this isn't even just like my man and my relationship. This is like all men and all humans, like people want to help us all the time. Like yeah. humans are benevolent beings. People are constantly offering us help and help and support and we're shutting it down. Mm. No, I'm good. I got it myself. Cause a lot of women, um, so the book, you and I, we were talking about Alison Armstrong, mm-hmm. who I know you've had on the show. I actually, since you and I had that conversation, she's agreed to be on my podcast. Yay. I'm actually interviewing her tomorrow. Oh, the time awesome. taping this. I'm so excited. Um, her book, The Queen's Code, was huge for me to identify all the ways that I was emasculating men. And one of the biggest ways is by not letting men help us. Like men want to help women yeah. and in not a manipulative way. Like there are some people who think that it's all about, it's it's like a tit for tat. Well, I'll help you with this, but then I'm going to expect this thing in return. But But like really, you know, primarily they are wired to provide and support and protect women. Yeah. And so, um... Even little things. So I first started, Alison Armstrong is not the place I heard that. Uh, I've been working on this for like four years because I think uh, when I read the first Mama Gina book, School of the Womanly Arts, I was like, oh, I get it. Um, And I just started saying yes. Normally when I would catch myself wanting to be like, no, I got it, I would go, yes, thank you very much. Simple things from like someone wants to hold a door for me. I'm on an airplane and a man offers to like put my suitcase in the overhead compartment. Um, you know, I'm out with a friend and they want to treat me to lunch or coffee or whatever. I literally just go, thank you so much. And, and for a while I, I would have to go, thank you. I receive. Right. <laughs> like, I make like a really big deal out of it. Cause that like all this like weird, like social decorum and like, what does it say about me? I should be able to handle it. I got it. I pay my own bills, like independent woman, that stuff is great. And what if we're also cutting off? all this incredible support and in turn also affecting to bring things back to be relevant here are stress levels Yeah, because we're taking on so much responsibility, which is so taxing on us. It's, it's stress. So to every once in a while relax into being supported and taken care of is, is not just like a concept or a theory or an energetic. It's really it's more healthy. Mm-hmm. It's a healthy habit and practice to be in. And also think of it this way. 
when you want to do nice things for people, it feels really good when they let you, right? Yeah. And when you want to do something nice for someone and they go, no, 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 I got it. Don't worry about it. A piece of you goes, oh man, like it's a bummer. Yeah. So one of the great things about receiving and, and letting people do things or help you or whatever it is, is um, allowing people the gift of, of supporting you, of helping you, letting them feel charged up and important and useful, right? Mm-hmm. Every time we say no, we rob someone of the opportunity yeah. to be useful, to be helpful, to be generous. And, um, I think about this story. I wrote a blog post about this at one point and uh, a woman had commented she was in her fifties. She was a single mom for a lot of her thirties and forties. And, you know, financially she was struggling. And finally, when it was just like dire need, she asked her dad for help. And he goes, I was wondering when you were going to ask me. And it was Mm. like, it had been there and it had been available the whole time. Wow. That's so beautiful. I, I love that. And it's, uh, it, it's something that's not a natural thing. It's something that, like you said, you've been working on this for four years, so it's been okay. a, a process, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I love, um, I remember hearing that one of the greatest gifts you can give to someone is allowing them to contribute to you. Oh, totally. And it's like literally, like you said, it said it's a gift. Um, so it's really, it's beautiful. And I, it's so, so funny about the airplane thing. Cause when I, when I'm about to put my bag in the overhead bin, I stop myself and I look for the closest guy and I say, Hey, can you help me with this? And I swear they jump up so fast. They're just so excited to provide that. And then you could tell they kind of puff their chest up. It's like, they, they provided, they protected, you know, it's really cool. So good. So, and there's nothing, there's no exchange. It's not like, there's no, like, it doesn't have to be this like sexual energetic right. or this cool. Maybe she'll come home with me later. It's just like, you know, yeah. People really do want to just help. Yeah. hundred percent. I love that. It's so cool. Um, well, I hope you have so much fun with that show. It's going to be a blast and it's amazing. Just whenever Allison does any shows, it's always something unique and new that, you know, you've never heard her say it's just, uh, yeah, it's, that's going to be really cool. So it's all about having these as regular practices. And, um, I'd love to hear if there's anything that you incorporate in your daily or semi-daily life. I know that you don't like being regimented about, about things, but also I know that this is a lifestyle for you about, you know, charging your batteries and really creating that balance and that, that harmony of that hustle and flow. So are, are there any things that you feel like really help to balance that out for you? Yeah. Yeah. And I've come to, um, for me, consistency doesn't look like I do the same thing every day at the same time. It right. just looks like these are my consistent practices that I make sure I'm doing several times a week. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So one of the things, I mean, after just noticing about noticing this about myself after really long periods of time, if I'm to do uh, physical exercise and self-care stuff for the most part, it needs to happen in the morning mm-hmm. because, and this goes to that harmony um, because I'll, I mean, I'll give you an example. I love, I, I started going to these pole dancing classes and I really love them, but the problem is they're all in the evening other than on the weekends. And if I'm working and I'm in like do and get stuff done mode all day, by the end of the night, by five thirty, six thirty, seven thirty PM, I have no doing energy left. Yeah. I'm ready to like chill out. Um, this is kind of like, just like a tidbit for any, any men or women listening. If you have a spouse or a partner, um, who works all day during the day. And then like the minute they walk in the door, you ask them to do something. 
it's just not going to be well received. Like, give him some freaking breathing room. Right. You just got to, like, chill out a little bit before you ask them to go back into or to continue doing. And and also, so realize that about yourself. Like, don't demand that of yourself. So for me, I like to start my day. And, you know, depending on someone's lifestyle, this might mean getting up a little bit early. But if it's a difference of getting stuff done and not, then just do it. I love to start my mornings. Like I give myself a couple hours, like one to three hours to like, if I'm going to go work out, I work out. If I'm going to sit in the steam room at Equinox, like make breakfast, enjoy a smoothie, read. I fill myself up in the morning Mm -hmm. because I feel like this is one of the reasons why so many people are depleted and getting sick is because we're, we're running on fumes. We're operating with an empty ass cup. Yeah. You know, and so to be, to be doing and giving and creating from a place of overflow where you've taken care of yourself first, that is very rich and that is very useful and valuable and better giving and doing and creating. It's so much more fun. Yeah. So much more fun because it feels good because you're not like drained and like just trying to make it through. Like what you are able to do when you feel super nourished and energized Versus what you're able to do when you're like forcing yourself and you can barely put one foot in front of the other, the quality is different. So I really do, um, for the most part, try to fill myself up in the morning so that I'm in that like juicy, ripe, overflowing place during the day as I go about the things I need to do. And then in the evening, I like to wind it down. I'll also take little micro breaks throughout the day. So I do a lot of calls. I have coaching clients. I have group program. I, I have a podcast, so I have interviews. Like There's a lot of reasons for me to be on the phone with people or Skype or Zoom throughout the course of the week. And sometimes when I schedule things back to back, I notice that I just need to take a moment, even if it's five minutes to breathe. Sometimes it's like roll out my yoga mat and move around. Sometimes it's just go outside and be in the sun and breathe. Mm-hmm. But I just, I need a couple minutes and, and then I can come back and I'm like, oh my God, I'm good. Right. So those like little, little micro moments, um, I call it the, my wild soul care. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end of the night, just when you turn it off, turn it off and have some boundaries with people. Let people know what you are and aren't available for. So for example, like if I've been doing all day and then my partner wants to talk to me about like, like logistics or details or something, I'm like, yo, you gotta, you gotta ask me about that during the day. Cause like once it's, once I've turned off the computer yeah. and I'm in like relax mode, I'm not going to go back up into headspace. I'm not. Yes. Yes. I uh, love that. And you can feel it just pull you out of it when you try to do uh, that. Totally. Yeah. Um, I take salt baths almost every night. Oh, nice. Cool thing about salt, Epsom salts are amazing for like physical aches and pains and like muscle stuff in the body. But if you're actually wanting to like clear your energy field and like let go of and cut cords from other people's stuff, regular table salt or sea salt is, is great for that. No different from like being in the ocean. There's a reason why people feel rejuvenated after the ocean. It's the salt. Mm. Mm-hmm. So especially for people like you, who like you're seeing patients, you're on calls or anyone, anyone has to like really work around and be with a lot of people or hold space for people or in any way, shape or form to just do something at the end of the night to like clear your field, cut cords from other people's stuff and like call your power back and call your own energy back so you could sleep better and not have those things manifesting in your body as physical injury, illness, aches and pains is also really, really helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, um, uh, just did a show with Mark Sisson or just recorded that, um, prior to our call. And, um, it, I mean, this man has created very, very successful businesses, but hearing about the way that he takes care of himself throughout his day is crazy. I mean, every day 
around two o'clock, he goes and does a cold plunge, you know, Mm -hmm. he does a cold shower and then he goes and just sunbathes for a little bit, (laughs) you know, in the middle of his day. It's so cool. And he does, you know, the stand up paddle boarding without looking at heart rate or trying to burn calories, just getting out there. And and he goes hiking, you know, every week by himself just to clear his head. And just, you know, that's when he gets inspiration for his blog posts and his books and stuff. And it's like, I mean, this man is like, performance produce machine, you know, but he's doing all that yin stuff like we're talking about. And that's so amazing. It's so cool. Right. Such a great example for a guy. And you know, what's really neat. I love that it's an example of a man because it, again, it's just reminding us it's like yin and yang. It's not like male or female. We all have both a need to nourish both. Um, a lot of people might go, well, easy for you guys. You're all entrepreneurs. You make your own schedule, but you would be surprised at how much flexibility there is, even within a corporate job to just like take a lunch break. You know, people take time to go to the bathroom, like go for a walk around the building or up and down the stairs or just literally step outside and take a couple breaths. Like you have time for that. In a lot of cases, you don't even need to ask, just do it, you know? Yeah. Um, or like go in a conference room and close the door, or even go in a bathroom stall and just like take a couple breaths with a hand on your heart, hand on your belly, and just like recenter and reconnect to yourself. Building these things into your day, uh, you can absolutely do it. And it doesn't, I mean, three or four breaths is better than not, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. So even if it's just a couple seconds at your desk or maybe popping in a song or like, you know, I love to listen sometimes to like mantra music. So like Deva Primal or any kind of like chakra healing music, you can go into Spotify or Pandora or my partner, Michael loves to just type in spa on (laughs) Spotify and whatever relaxing music comes up. Like that could be a thing that you're at your desk in the afternoon, you take five minutes, you pop in your headphones and you listen to some super relaxing music, or maybe it's like nature sounds or just something to get you out of the grind and interrupt that pattern for a Mm -hmm. minute, you know? Yeah. So Mike's a great example for a man who balances this masculine and feminine. Are there any other things that he does or kind of practices that he's incorporated? As well. He really does his own sensual movement practices. Cause there's like, we move, especially people who are really into fitness. A lot of the movement people do is like very linear. It's mm-hmm. in like the three planes of motion and you know, it's all that stuff. So anything you could do to like shake out or circle every part of your body is really good. And, and, and there's something called TRE, like trauma release, something or other. Um, and a lot of that is really just shaking. So you could totally switch up the energy of your day by just standing up, shaking out your arms, shaking out your legs, like lifting and lowering your shoulders, mm-hmm. maybe like doing a little Beyonce booty shake, get some <laughs> movement, like smacking up your own booty and your legs and just like wake yourself up and put some energy into your cells. Um, and then also like circle your head and neck, circle your shoulders, circle through your rib cage, circle through your hips, circle through your ankles, even just a quick round of circling everything eight to 12 times. Yeah. I mean, totally different experience in your body. Uh-huh. I love that too. Cause there can be movement where you're still in your head, like, okay, this many reps and then I'm going to do this yep. and this, but what about just doing stuff that feels good? Maybe just it move parts so of your body. Good. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And it's, it's a way of like, we talked about earlier, the connection you're communing with yourself during that time. And again, like 60 seconds two three minutes is better than no minutes. Mm -hmm. It all adds up. Yeah. hundred percent. Oh, it's so juicy stuff. Awesome. Liz, are there any, or Elizabeth, um, any other, you know, parting words, anything else you want to share with the audience, anything else on your mind? 
Yeah, I'll say this for anyone listening, man or woman, regardless of what you do, if you have a family, if you don't, like you deserve this time and energy and attention for yourself. Our culture really, so many of us are raised to believe that a lot of our value comes from giving to others. And so to just remind you how important it is and reiterate to give to yourself as well and to fill your own cup first. I mean, it's the whole, the first chapter of my book is called You Come First. And it's something that I have to like tell people over and over and over and over again to get it through their heads because so many of us have really been taught wrong. Mm-hmm. And and if you want proof that that doesn't work, I mean, how's it working out for you? <laughs> right. And if it's not draining you physically and you're getting like ill or injured or don't feel good in your body or your health isn't good, how's it going in your emotional landscape? Do you feel super harmonious and loving and like supported in your relationships? Or are you resentful and burned out and like don't have boundaries and say yes when you want to say no all the time and then find yourself doing all these things that you don't want to freaking do? Mm-hmm. So I would just say value and honor yourself the same way you would the most important people in your life Mm. because you super, super are worth it. You super, super deserve it. And then it's also incredible modeling for the people around you, whether it's your kids, coworkers, clients, whatever, um, that it's okay to do that and that it's worth it. And it works. Mm -hmm. It makes life just so much more fun and juicy. It's like, it's just that good stuff, you know, makes life. And it just feels good to be you and be in your body regardless of what the external experience is at the moment. How does this improve sex? Just last side note question. (laughs) How does it not improve sex? Right. Presence. If you're not in your head, you're way more present. And, and what's interesting about the energetics of things is that even if we're not consciously noticing things, unconsciously we are, and the body is responding to that. So to be able to breathe and be in your body, well, I mean, let's talk about um, the, the increased experience and ability to feel pleasure when you're actually in your body and not in your head, mm-hmm. when you know how to like breathe and you could like send your energy to the pleasurable parts versus thinking about, am I doing this right? How do I look? Oh my God. Right. Yeah. So it's presence. It's the experience of pleasure, the enjoyment of being in your body, the connection, not just to yourself, but to your partner, greater awareness of like all the sensuality that's going on, the ability to slow down and it not be transactional, but like deeply intimate and connective as well. Like amazing benefits there. Mm, that's amazing. I think you and Mike probably need to release something, uh, in, in that area. People ask us all the time. I mean, maybe eventually someday. Oh man. It's so good to have you on this show finally. And you're so amazing. I just, you know, really acknowledging you for what you're creating in the world in terms of just increasing this sensuality. It's something women and men too need so much. And it just is so much fun to experience it. And it just, it's like, it makes life so much more colorful and beautiful. So you're the bomb girl. Just keep doing what you're doing and anything I can do to support what you're doing. Please let me know. So appreciate it. Well, you having me on was so great. Thank you so much. Of course. All right. Well, you have a wonderful rest of your day and have so much fun with your podcast tomorrow with, um, Allison and we'll talk real soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right. That is our show. Thank you so much for joining us again. Love Liz. She's so awesome. Definitely check her out. And you guys are awesome. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening and for the continued support. If you love the show, I'd love if you guys can go over to iTunes, leave me a five-star review. That would be amazing. You can check us out more at shinenaturalmedicine.com and drlowradio.com for any of the previous guests or previous shows, I should say. 
Have a wonderful rest of your week. You're amazing. Keep up the good work. It's all about little by little, those incremental changes and really just making all of these changes a lifestyle. That's what it's about. So, and just know you are enough right here, right now. You're perfect, whole and complete right in this moment. So just bask in that, know that that is true. And I love you guys. Bye. North Pole Hotline, Mrs. Claus here. My holiday shopping list is so big, I can't wait for Black Friday. Get to Old Navy's biggest sale of the year starting tomorrow. Old Navy? Beat the crowds for 50% off your entire purchase. 50% off? Plus, this Friday only, Old Navy's famous cozy socks are just a buck in stores. Old Navy's giving $1 for every pair sold up to a million dollars to boys and girls clubs. So I can do good, look good, and get 50% off your entire purchase at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1121 to 1123. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Cozy socks valid 1123 in stores only. Limit 10. How do you feel? Feel about your office? Is it just a space for employees to work, or is it a space where your employees do their best work? From new HQs to satellite offices, with WeWork, you can find a space that works for you. Visit we.co slash space matters to learn more.